All right, let's go. Week one, week one. This is episode one. Uh, the first one was episode zero, just a little preseason episode. So this is the official episode one of season two. DWC defense wins championships. Uh, we like I said, we're in season two. Uh, did season one last year, and it was a blast. And we're so excited to be able to do a season two, and hopefully continue on. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Um, and on our Twitter, it is DWC2022. 2022, 2023. I don't know how I forget that. <laughs> I was like, 2022. What? At, it's at DWC2022. And it'll say Defense Wins Championships Podcast. And our Instagram is just Defense Wins Championships. Um, we will be tweeting out our rankings tomorrow for the teams. There will definitely be some hot takes. There will definitely be some pissed off super fans on why we have their team super low or why we have teams over other teams. And we will also be starting out some uh, bets. I think we will be posting tomorrow uh, one or two bets on the Lions and the Chiefs game. And then either starting Sunday or like late Saturday, we will be posting like some bets or maybe like a little fuck around parlay or something. But we will jump right into the season award predictions. Uh, and then we will do the week one matchups. Um, as we go along in our podcast, there'll definitely be more topics and more stuff to talk about uh, once these games start uh, going, since it's week one. It's kind of like syllabus week, you know. I made a lot of predictions. So we're chilling doing some uh, week one talks uh, about stuff that happened with different teams and additions and while we're talking about the week one stuff. But yeah, uh, week two should be having a guest on. It's our buddy, uh, Tony Spar. It's the dude we went to middle school with. Uh, you you guys, well, what what is his, what is his handle? Can we plug, plug, the, plug the handle? What is we should be? We we should right, you know. But uh, I think I think I think I know what it is. I think I know what it is. I think I know what it is. It is. Uh, it's just yeah. It's just fantasy at it's just fantasy underscore. Uh, it'll be FF Tony. Uh, we should be having him on next week. So get ready for some Dolphins talk and some more hot takes with some buddies. But. Let's go ahead and get into the awards. I'm just going to list them down. We have MVP, Coach of the Year, Comeback Player of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year, and Defensive Rookie of the Year. Um, for our comeback, you, do, you, do you have who we talked about, Comeback Player of the Year, not including that person? Uh, DeMar Hamlin? Yeah. Or yeah, have... no, 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 no. I don't have okay, him. okay, comeback okay. Player of the year. So for our comeback player of the year, uh, obviously, especially if you like look at the odds, it is uh, very in Demar Hamlin's favor. Not that we don't think he shouldn't get it, because coming back from that is fucking insane, and even being able to step on the field and playing 
the game of football after coming back from that is crazy and should des- deserve the award. But um, we're just going to leave it up and act like uh, if somebody else was to get it, another candidate to get it instead of DeMar Hamlin. And like in all likelihood, he's probably going to win it if yeah. he gets on the field enough. But we're just going to go with someone that. Yeah, we don't want to make it to like the obvious choice. I mean, yeah. he's like minus like 200 something to get it. <laughs> but uh, my MVP, um, we're going to, you know, MVP. you're going to start with MVP. Should we start with MVP? Yeah, we should start with the best. Right. Well, MVP. Well. No, well, let's start with rookies in the end. Okay, okay, we'll we'll do rookies. So, uh, my offensive rookie year, be for me, will be Bryce Young. I think Bryce Young will be able to bring the Panthers up a couple spots, maybe vie for second or for. I have them winning the division, but maybe like second or first in their division. I think he is the bet the best QB uh, that came into this class. And I think he'll be able to do for the Panthers. Grown up, great guy, great leader. That's my dog. I have obvious bias in this because I am an Alabama fan, but I'm <laughs> Heisman, and I think anybody that's seen Bryce Young play, I mean, the only knock they have on him is that he's tiny. Yeah, I don't think they ever talk about his his arm or his arm talent or his uh, ability to uh, read the field and use quick reactions to be able to get the ball out. So Bryce Young is mine. Yeah, I don't I don't hate that pick because out of all of the rookie QBs in the class, he probably has the best chance to win the division. I yeah. think it's probably the easiest one to win. Um, but we're both being a little biased here, so I'm going to pick Anthony Richardson. Oh, Lord. Yeah, that fuels um, your Colts agenda. Now, yeah, it fuels <laughs> my Colts agenda. And we'll get more onto that one later in the show. But um, I really just think with Shane Steichen, with what he did to Jalen Hurts on the Eagles, I mean, Mm -hmm. think of Jalen Hurts' rookie year. He wasn't, like, fantastic, but, I mean, he was a hell of a touchdown machine, right? Yeah. And I think Anthony Richardson can be – eerily similar to that, just a little more athletic than Jalen Hurts. I, he doesn't have the art, like the, the accuracy Jalen Hurts has, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I think he's a way more versatile runner, and I think Steichen will find a way to use him in that. If he can have anywhere close to what Jalen Hurts had his rookie year, I don't know if he won it that year. Did Jalen Hurts win the Rookie of the Year award? Uh, I don't think so, because... Um, oh, who was it? was Jamar Chase that year? It might have been Jamar Chase... Yeah, typically um, in these awards, I feel like it's always a receiver or someone who gets like because receiver, come on, I mean that's easy money. Yeah. Getting the ball and if you have a good QB as a rookie, like easy, easy. Yeah, Jamar won it. Um, it's been back to back wide receiver Jamar and Garrett. Yeah, but if there's no typically a QB will win this award if there's no like outstanding rookie receiver. Yeah, um, I think Bryce Young has. If not a better chance of winning than the Richardson, I'm just being biased here. I think the legs and touchdown, the rushing touchdowns, will put him over the top if it does come down to those two, though. Yeah, uh, I think I think AR could like sneakily win this. I think the only knock on the good thing about AR's weaknesses or deficiencies, I think the the only knocks that AR has are things he can work on. 
Yeah. So like accuracy issues, like you typically can't work on your um, throw power as much as you can work on your accuracy. You just got it or you don't. Yeah, you either have an arm or you don't. So um, AR can definitely work on his accuracy, and I think it's a good, good. It's good that his wide receivers um, have hands like Josh Downs has secure hands, and Michael Pittman, and you already have a deep threat in Alec Pierce. So I think I think their pieces are uh, able to work are already like built for AR. Uh, it's just unfortunate that. Um, Jim Irsay is a moron, and they don't pay Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, to me, to me, this year, if any, like this is the year a rookie will win the rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, because even like we we didn't talk about Stroud, but even him, to me, it's like it's not only like how well you do for this, but it's like for the QB specifically, it's like if you're winning. So yeah, any of those three are in a division where they can actually win six to ten games depending on how well the team plays you know what i mean and how well they play so whoever like between those three qbs whoever either comes close to winning the division or wins it i think will probably win the offensive rookie yeah if you win your division you're a lock because all the win totals for these three teams are six and a half or less yeah you if you exceed your win total or you win the division it's a lock Mm mm-hmm Usually, wide receivers are just by like their stats. It doesn't really matter if their team is fucking garbage. But yeah, um, who's your who's your defensive? Um, we might have the same one. I'm Jalen Carter. We don't have the same one. Oh wow. Okay, let me explain here. <laughs> Jalen Carter should have been the number Bo, one. Yeah, fucking me pick. and Bo have been saying this for. I mean, since the draft, Jalen Carter was the easy number one pick option. Yeah, he likes the speed. Whatever. But this man, <laughs> this man was a hundred percent the number one to number three pick in the draft, and he fell to what seven? Yep, ridiculous. Like he's a day one starter in the NFL. He's already been t- been said to just wrecking havoc. He's already taken. He's already better than Jordan Davis from last year. Yeah, I mean, this guy is going to be a game wrecker. If you have to double team this guy in preseason, that's ridiculous. He's a rookie. And I think he's going to be just an absolute monster. Now, the downside for his position is not in a flashy spot. So for him to be able to create noise for the defensive rookie of the year, he has to be getting sacks. Yeah. Which I think a lot of teams are going to almost single him out, which is crazy because he is a rookie. That alone should get you the defensive rookie of the year award. But I think they're going to double him a lot, and he's not going to make as – big of a splash as people think mm-hmm. he is but if he can it's going to be like some aaron donald type reign for the next 10 years in my opinion yeah i mean this um this front four is going to be absolutely insane if not just big as fuck i mean if if uh, jordan davis can get to what he was projected <laughs> to get to i mean in that in of itself you can't like if you have both of them on the field, you have to double Jordan Davis. It's like impossible. So leaving Jalen Carter in single, a single like some a singular guard or center, yeah, one on one block them is insane. I think this, like I said, I think with Hassan Reddick and Nolan Smith getting some um, time, I think like that front four is going to be fucking insane. Um, 
Jalen Carter, uh, if he wasn't such a fucking dumbass that uh, led uh, to the to the death of somebody, like he he would have been. And that's like, like we've seen people drop in the draft for speed and for being a dumbass or for smoking, like Larry Tunsil dropped. But for you to drop from one to seven, and the reason you dropped was the the that like that like doing that should get you fucking like second round this speaks to how amazing jalen carter is that he went to seven like he only he still was in the top 10 no that is absolutely wild that he was able to go top 10 after causing a death yeah actually and the eagles were like what are we doing here like like once once I saw him, like once I saw the Eagles up, I was like, there's no way he's getting past the Eagles. Yeah. He's he's insane. There was a few teams I knew he wouldn't get past if they had the pick, like the yeah. Seahawks, the Eagles, the Browns, the Steelers would have picked him. Like a hundred percent. We probably would have <laughs> traded up. We would have traded up for that. Uh yeah. if I think if you if you would have made it out the top ten, teams would have been calling. Like Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, but yeah, he like Reed said, he's a game wrecker. Uh, they've are he's already been killing the Eagles uh, line, and we know how amazing the Eagles line is. They've had the double him in preseason, like you said. I mean, who the fuck doubles in preseason? Yeah, um, he, he's insane. He's a fucking he's a man child. That is a grown ass man. Um, he's going to be fucking insane. But like Reed said, um, defensive uh, interior alignment is not a sexy position, so. Uh, you're gonna have to really stand out to be even be able to be considered to be uh, defensive rookie of the year, and that usually is sacks. Um, defensive interiors' main job to do is just to bl- plug up the holes so your linebacker can eat. Um, but if he's able to be like, a, I think, I think uh, if you can, you know, be on par, I think he'll be on par. I could see, I see like a. I see a Javon Hargrave in him. You know, I see like, like I can't say Aaron Donald because Aaron Donald's one of the greatest interior defense linemen I've ever seen. But uh, yeah, I see like a Javon Hargrave, um, Cam Hayward kind of game wrecking that he can be. Uh, I think it's just going to take a couple years. But my defensive rookie of the year, biased as well, uh, Will Anderson. Uh, preseason camp, he's been cooking. Uh, that's what I figured was yours. <laughs> yeah. In that, I think I think it's a lot easier in his division for him to stand out than Jalen Carter is in their division. Um, especially, like, if Will Anderson can get away with, like, two, three sacks in his division each game, I think he, it's a landslide. Um, especially working with D'Amico Ryan, I mean, it's a match made in heaven, both from Alabama. Um, I think he's going to be insane. I can't wait. Um, Texans, I think Texans got their guy, Ed Rusher. Not going to say he's a J.J. Watt, but, you know, losing J.J. Watt and being able to get Will Anderson, you know, that's pretty good. Um, So, yeah, mine, Bryce Young and Will Anderson will be my rookies of the year. And Reeds is Anthony Richardson and Jalen Carter. Um, both, both, both of ours could easily happen. I don't see um, someone else. I don't see anybody from like 
random like the what we're taking. I think this is a prime like spot each side for like three to four people can have. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking the same thing. I think it's really going to be a QB this year. And then yeah, just with the sheer team. workload of like a QB. Shit, I can even see Tyree Wilson coming out of nowhere. Yeah, true. With uh, Chandler Jones being almost yeah, Chandler. quitting the team, I mean, Tyree Wilson's going to have a lot of room to work on that opposite side with Max Crosby. Yeah. We'll talk about that fucking that fuck shit later. later on. <laughs> uh, go ahead, go ahead. Let's 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 continue the bias. Go ahead and give me your DPY. Continue the bias. Hey, I'm glad. Is. Listen, listen. Until I die, <laughs> and I know I picked Miles Garrett last year. And I know Bo knows I'm going to pick him this year. Yeah. But I had no – all last year was complete bias, I will say. So this year, he's coming off two back-to-back seasons with 16 career, sixteen sacks. All right. Mm-hmm. He missed a few games. He missed three or four games like he always does. Um, he's the highest double-team player in the league. He has the most pressure since entering the league by a landslide. He has the best pressure rate out of any DN by a landslide, and this is the first year I can mm-hmm. confidently say that the other three guys next to him on the field are also solid starters in the NFL. One's a pro bowler. The opposite side of him is a pro bowler, and Zedarius Smith. So I think if there's any, and there's a new D coordinator, new fucking culture on the defensive side, we're going to get after it. Joe Woods is out of there. Joe Woods is fucking gone, and I can't wait to talk about it on this podcast because <laughs> I was a hater last year. Who, but this, where'd he go? Saints? He's a Saints, He's on right? the Saints now, I'm pretty sure, yeah. But with Jim Schwartz as the D coordinator, with uh, Shelby Harris, Dalvin Tomlinson, and Zadarius Smith next to him, this is the first time I can confidently say that if you double-team Miles Garrett the full game, you are going to get sacked no matter what. So they're going to have to – and Miles isn't going to play. He's not going to solely play on that right side. So Schwartz is all about moving players around and getting them in position to win. And Miles Garrett is going to be a benefactor of that this year. That's all I can say. I think he's going to, I think he's going to break that 16. I think he's going to play all the whole season. I think he's going to hit 20 sacks this year. All right. I picked Miles <laughs> last year. So you can't say I'm fully biased. I picked Miles last year. Um, because I, 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 yeah, I said Miles was gonna. I picked the Steelers because my bias, but I said Miles was gonna win it last year, mm-hmm. and he didn't. So I'm done picking that dumbass. That's fair. Uh, y'all know who I'm picking. All right, he's already won it. I can say. I can say he's won it. You say God. more for that than uh, number 95 in Cleveland. You know, oh, my dude go. already has hardware. You know what I mean? And he's coming he, for a second one. Is he going to stay healthy? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. I think <laughs> if I think whoever, because the defensive player to me is not even, obviously it's your fucking stats, right? It's It's how you do. Especially, it's, it's it's no, it's purely a for a hold defensive on, end. On, it's purely on. a sack stat for defensive player of the year. That's oh, it. Stephon Gilmore won it. 
I'm saying for ends. Like yeah, I, I say, I say this is this is what this is what I'm gonna say for defensive player. It's your stats because it, it's different than like defensive player. Offensive player is all stats, right? That's all that matters in offense is your fucking stats, and they typically give that to a skill position because skill positions never fucking win MVP, even though some should. But defense, defense to me is your stats. In addition to your attrition, how long, how many games have you missed? Or how many games will you miss? Because Sorry. if you if you play all the games, right, you will most likely get it if your stats match it. Then if then if somebody had one more sack than you, but missed like four more games. They typically give it to somebody that's played all the fucking games. Because TJ Watt almost broke the tied the sack record. Um, and he's you know he's him. They think you know, especially with adding another game, you know, it's gonna be lit. And I can't wait. I truly think this man will break the sack record this year. I think the sack record is gonna get broken this year. Um, you do. So it's gonna be TJ or Miles. <laughs> yeah, I think TJ uh, is gonna play. Hopefully, I you know knock on wood. But his every game, I think he will break the sack record. And if you break the sack record, that automatically means you're the defense. Yeah, player. you're the DPY for sure. Um, so yeah, I'm going with TJ Watt. He's already won one. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't really think that Nick Bosa is going to repeat. No, I don't either. Losing D'Amico, I don't think he's going to repeat. Uh, I think. Either it's going to be T.J. Watt because you broke the sack record, or they're just going to give give uh, Miles Garrett a here damn award. Yeah, right. <laughs> like he hasn't been the most consistent end. I mean, hey, he ain't got he ain't got he, he ain't got the turnovers like my boy does. I saw that matters in defense, bro. Disrupting, disrupting. That's, that's what T.J. does. Listen, that's my, my biggest knock on T.J. I think T.J.'s game is good. Um as a whole like he's a great linebacker edge rusher if that makes sense like he is never his pass rush win weight win rate jesus is is not like that great but he has the iq to stop if he knows he's not going to win he's going to drop back and disrupt the play in some kind of way right yeah so he'll, he'll deflect the ball he'll drop back in coverage Miles Garrett is purely a pass rusher, and this is why I say Miles Garrett is a better edge rusher than TJ Watt. I'm not arguing TJ Watt. Like TJ Watt's full game might be better than Miles Garrett's, right? Mm -hmm. Like I've never argued that once. But if we're talking strictly get to the QB, there is no one better than Miles Garrett. Yet. Once we see Will Anderson, you know. I mean, the closest thing to Miles Garrett, in my opinion, is uh, Micah Parsons. Relentlessness, bend, speed, skill. It's probably those two at the top. Yeah, um, I'll agree with that. I think DJ Watt is the, like, hand in the dirt is the best defender, besides, like, Aaron Donald, is the best defender because of his IQ. Um, I will say, though, TJ Watt has benefited from great defensive players next to him his whole career, and Miles Garrett has not. I, you know, I can't. 
I got I mean, a good GM. Of, I got I mean, a good GM. The, no, I'm not knocking him for that. And he's on the weak side of the line. I always, I always shit on TJ Watt for that too. He's facing right tackles, not left tackles. We swap sometimes. He we no high Smith be on that fucking <laughs> on that right side all the time. Hey, I can't wait for this Highsmith leap, bro. He was amazing last year, and I think he's going to do amazing this year again. All right, who you got for this, this offensive move players is here? Undefeated. Yeah, it's been um, nice. So yeah, defense player, I have TJ <clears throat> Watt. We should have done like a non-biased one. Yeah, nah, <laughs> fuck that. And then, uh, I mean, realistically, player, like, who do you want me to say? Aaron Donald come back or? Nah, I don't think Aaron Donald. I think Aaron Donald's a foot out the fucking door, bro. I mean, maybe Max Crosby. I mean, that's the only other thing I can think of. Um, Michael won it last year. He's not going to win it this year. I think off of sheer, Michael did not win it last year. I thought he did. Who won Defensive Player of the Year? Nick Bosa. We oh, literally no. just said we don't think Nick Bosa will repeat. Right. Um, all right. So Micah, Lock Crosby, in. Micah, Crosby, Garrett, and Watt. Like, who else? What better uh, four could you I think you that? could put Sauce in there just based off of popularity. I don't think Sauce would win it. Let me say that. <laughs> but, based off, but based off of popularity, I mean, Sauce is in top five voting. I mean, it's not crazy. Even though pass retains better, but that's a different conversation. Right, um, move on to offensive player. Offensive player of the year. Uh, it pains me to put this man in here. It does not feel good, but I think it will happen. Uh, I think it will be my pick is Jamar Chase. Okay. Um, Jamar, I think Jamar, I think with uh, Burrow continuing to exceed, I think it will only mean Jamar Chase will be better. Um. Uh, typically, they don't. I don't see them doing repeats, so I don't know. I, I don't know if Justin Jefferson will get it, but Jettas, Jettas broke the rookie, uh, receiving yards, and then Jamar Chase came in after not playing for a year and broke that. So, um, Jamar Chase, I think Jamar Chase is going to get his, and I think it depends on your team. So, if I think the Bengals are going to be better. That's better for Jamar Chase. I think Jamar Chase will be the offense player of the year. Yeah, I don't I don't hate that pick. I mean the chemistry is obviously there for him to win one. Yeah. I do think the teams in the division will be a lot better this year. Cause Jamar Chase was on pace for a, a lot of yards last year, I'm pretty sure, until he got hurt. Yeah, I, I just I don't think it's gonna be as easy as it was last year for him. I will say that, but I do see him in the top three of this award. Hey, bro, we just need to tell whoever is guarding him, if they catch the ball, get him down. Because everybody that fucking guards him, if he catches the ball, they always miss the tackle. He's all, yeah. He always breaks the fucking first tackle, and it yeah. pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, I don't hate that pick. I'm going to go a little bit dark horse here. Okay. But he got a major upgrade at QB this year. I'm going to go Garrett Wilson in his second year. Uh, Garrett Wilson already winning one after winning the rookie of the year. I truly think, I I really think everyone's like, oh, look at the weapons Aaron Rodgers has on this team. I really just think this is another Devontae Adams situation. Uh huh. And I think Garrett Wilson is going to get about sixty percent of the throws coming his way, maybe even higher. I mean, Randall Cobb is a hundred years old. He's their starting slot receiver. Alan Lazard is on the opposite side of him. 
I'm just like, come on. Garrett Wilson's going to win his one-on-ones. They're going to have to double him. That's the only thing that I will say might fuck up his chance here. Mm-hmm. But I think Rodgers will find a way to get it to him. And I think it really will be like Devontae numbers because I think he can be that good. Uh, no, I have no issues with Garrett, your Garrett Wilson pick. The only thing I can think of is that, like, unlike Burrow, Aaron Rodgers is a douchebag. So um, I could see him <laughs> trying to force feed his Packer buddies. Just like when he played last year, like he was force feeding fucking Randall Cobb. He wasn't even really paying attention or listening to Christian Watson. Or hey, no, whoa. This is, a, this is a new Rodgers is what everyone's saying. Uh, he's nice uh, guy Rodgers on the Nice Jets. guy Rodgers, bro. He's out, of his, he's out of his prison in Green Bay. As Shaq says, you can't fucking fool douche. me. I'm familiar with your game. Yeah. I know what you're about. So I I could see, like, I could see multiple times Garrett Wilson, you know, just absolutely torching the fucking corner and Aaron Rodgers is just throwing a fucking ball to Alan Lazard just to try to get his numbers up. (laughs) Uh, And I think especially with, like, the weapons, uh, like, the weapons that fuck, it'd be different, right, if Elijah Moore was still on this team. But, like, the weapons they should have. The weapons that um, Aaron Rodgers has are fucking dinosaurs. So <laughs> it'd be a lot easier to double. Well, think about it. Like, I'm not knocking. Uh, who was the kid that was undrafted that made their team? Oh, I know what you're talking about. He's fucking. Um, oh, my God. What is his name? Jason Brownlee. Yeah, Jason Brownlee. I mean, is is Miko Hardman on the Jets? Yeah, he is. Am I tripping? He's him? he's injured, but yeah. I mean, like the depth that they're <laughs> the depth is horrible on their team. It's horrible. We're talking. We got Garrett Wilson, Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, and Miko Hardman. And Miko and Lazard are questionable right now. And then your options are Xavier Gibson. Who was an undrafted free agent? Irvin Charles, who was also an—I don't even know who that is. Actually, I'm. This guy looks fifty. He's tw- he's twenty six and came from Indiana. Okay, you have Irvin Charles, Jason Brownlee, who was undrafted, and Xavier Gibson, who was undrafted. Mm-hmm. Like one of these guys goes down, and what are we looking at? Like they're one injury away away, which I hope Garrett Wilson doesn't get hurt. I fucking like him a lot. Also, I have him in fantasy. But you're looking at Alan Zard, Hardman, Cobb, and Jason Brownlee as your receivers. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no depth there at all. 0.0. Exactly. And like, that's bad. Right. And I'm telling you, bro, these, these former Packers are going to get fed, bro. They're going to be playing nice. Just to not keep... Elijah Moore in the mix, even if even if like he didn't like the culture or whatever the fuck the issue was over there, he probably would have been okay with sinking it sinking in and playing with Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah, but he wouldn't have he didn't know that Aaron Rodgers is also true. But I'm saying like I get it. When a player doesn't want to be there, you get rid of them. That's what you do. But I mean that depth is horrible. People they do not have the weapons. Just because they got Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall back, people think, oh, my God, their weapons are crazy. Like, no, they're not. 
Let's, uh, we, what do we do? Coach, coach? Yeah. Coach. No, let's do comeback. Let's do comeback player. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Comeback player of the year. Um, this is out, like we said before, this is outside of DeMar Hamlin. I think if DeMar Hamlin steps on the field and gets a couple plays, he will be the comeback player of the year. Um, but we're going to give our perspective on if he was not comeback player of the year or did not win the award. So go ahead. Go ahead with yours. All right, well, I just realized I put two Jets players back-to-back here. So um, I'm apparently thinking the Jets are going to be fucking great this year. Um, I want to say Brees Hall is going to be the comeback player of the year. Brees Hall, okay. Brees Hall was a monster in the, what, six, seven games that he played last year? Yeah. Um, Dalvin Cook kind of stint, like, it kind of ruins the mojo there because he could be, like, an all-around, every-down back Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think he's gonna have a great year. Um, I'll stick with Brees Hall as my comeback player of the year. I do want to mention Calvin Ridley. I don't think. He I mean, won. he's <laughs> to me. He has. If it wasn't betting and the NFL didn't hate him, it would be him. Yeah, and that <laughs> that's just how I see it. But I'm gonna go with Brees Hall on that one. Reese Hall, yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough. I think Dalvin Cook, hopefully they're just, like, seeing if they can get um, some kind of shit from him um, and, like, trade him for something if he fucking pops off. Um, Before I get to mine, I want to shout out um, John Mechie. Uh, Mechie is also in the odds of winning Comeback Player of the Year after... Uh, getting cancer. I think that he is uh, the Texans' best wide receiver that they have. Him and Tank Dell, but I think him, I think Mechie is fucking nice. So Mechie could also win it. Uh, mine is uh, Tua. Tua Tagovailoa, especially with all the concussions and everything that happened to him. If he's able to play uh, every regular season game and be okay. and The easy pick. Take the, <laughs> take the Dolphins to the promised land. And make the playoffs and be able to play in the playoffs. I think this is too as a war to win. You could also throw in Russell Wilson if they're able to bounce back. Sean Watson? No, probably not Sean Watson. <laughs> <laughs> You're picking all the people that that you know they're not gonna. They're not gonna all right, all right. be in the. Let odds. me give you a hypothetical. Like, he, like Watson's not you- even. Watson's not even in the odds. Like, he's not even in the odds for betting. Yes, he is. No, he's not. He's not even in the odds for betting. I just looked it up. He's not. Not even. Not at all. All right, let me give you a hypothetical. What if Deshaun Watson is neck and neck in an MVP race? They wouldn't. Then he'll he'll be the runner-up for MVP. Or offense player. Not comeback player of the year. That's crazy. No, comeback player of the year comes with a story. Like they like they put out a motherfucking of... story. He's been nope. out of football for two years. Yeah, because he's a horny name man. another name. Listen, I'm not talking about what he's done outside of football. I'm talking about not playing football for two full years, uh-huh. and then coming back and being in an MVP race. That is a more worthy story because no one else has done that in NFL history, probably. Uh-huh. So, like, have you ever watched the award show? No, I haven't. So okay. I, I so in comeback player of the year, they do a whole person. they do a whole story piece. 
and you oh, can't shit. you can't go. He's been out two years, so you'd have to put in why. <laughs> so what are we gonna do? Put him in a courtroom? We're gonna have the courtroom fucking video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so typically, it's someone who's came off of like a serious injury or uh, something along those lines, not because the man had court cases. That shit gonna be Demar Hamlin. We both know it. I know it's gonna be Demar Hamlin. But if it was, if it wasn't, I uh, we I said to uh, and Reed said Brees Hall. Yeah. I think Reed's pick is fucking stupid, but um, Brees Hall, bro, Dalvin Cook's gonna take so it, like Brees Hall won't have the opportunity to win comeback play of the year. I think Brees Hall's a have, starter, is he not? Yeah, but they're gonna have Dalvin Cook in there, like a motherfucker. I mean, he's until only, he gets hurt. He's only a top ten back. Yeah, you're right. Um. So, anyways, uh, coach of the year. Uh, I got I got a spicy. I got a, you're not gonna like my coaching year pick. I got a spicy uh, pick. Arthur Smith. Hell no. <laughs> I was hey I was I think I I don't know if I picked him for coach of the year. I may have last year, but I was right when I said Brian Brian. Uh, it's it's Dable, Dable. right? Yeah. I keep saying Dable. Brian Dable was going to be my coach of the year. You picked I him last start. year, or are you picking him this year? No, no, no. I picked him last year. I thought you did. W Mans. I, I can see the fucking vision. No, no, no. My coach of the year, Dan Campbell. For the Man. Detroit Lions. Yeah, you're picking the best odds, probably. He probably has the best odds, doesn't he? Uh let's see. But uh Dan Campbell, uh, I um and higher on the Lions than my uh, co-host here. So uh, I just I think if there's just the whole story of how bad the Lions have been and um, the terrible years, I think if he's able to get the Lions to the playoffs, uh, then that will automatically make him coach of the year. Um, I'm not like the most biggest insane Dan Campbell fan, but I think he's more he's better as a motivator than an actual coach. But um I do think he is good for the Lions and good for the culture for the for the Lions. Really, really a Detroit tough guy. So I think it's all contingent on how the Lions do. And I think if they do good, then Dan Campbell will win that. All right, I'm going to – well, I'm glad you said that because – He does have the best odds. But... <laughs> I'm not surprised because everyone's riding it's, the Lions. It's neck, it's neck and neck with him and Sean Payton. Okay. Um, well, I was going to say Shane Steichen to push my Colts agenda, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to flip that completely uh, audible, audible and the counter Bo's point with Dan Campbell. I'm going to say Matt LaFleur wins coach Ooh, of the year this year. Okay. And I'm going to say this because Jordan Love's going to look like a pro QB and he's going to win some football games. He's going to win that division. The lions are going to come in third in that division. This Packers agenda is disgusting, bro. It is because I've been hating on Matt LaFleur my whole life. Saying <laughs> he's not a good coach. Why can't they win more? Maybe Aaron Rodgers was the problem. That's crazy. And That's Matt LaFleur awesome. comes out this year at his worst odds he's ever had and wins a goddamn NFC North and goes to the playoffs. Okay, uh, you were getting crazy when you said NFC. There. <laughs> Not the NFC, just the North. I was going to say, thank God he said North. 
another another name I want to throw out there, Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson could as well win it. Yeah, he uh, could win Jaguars it. Jaguars could go far. The odds, the odds makers, they got fucking third is neck and neck with fucking Matt Eberflus and Arthur Smith, bro. Stop it. <laughs> Wait till y'all see our rankings. We got those two bums low. <laughs> bums <laughs> is crazy. <laughs> bums is crazy. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get right into the week one. Whoa, match. we didn't do MVP. Fuck, we did not do MVP. MVP. <laughs> Give me, go ahead, give me your MVP. You want me to go MVP? Should yeah, I go my that. my like safe pick or should I go like dark do you horse pick? MVP? Do you pick, bro? Whichever yeah. one. I want to say Jalen Hurts is going to win the MVP. You I can do. give your dark horse shout out. Go last ahead. year, last year he was close. Pat Mahomes had a fucking unconscious year, and I mean Pat Mahomes isn't going to win it twice in a row. So I think that same thing could happen, but flip this time so Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. wins it. Even though we picked the Cowboys to win the division, yeah, but I don't think necessarily that matters. Like Jalen Hurts could still put up his numbers and be fine. Mm-hmm. They could lose the two games to the Cowboys and still win fucking fourteen games. So, um, dark horse Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I sold my soul and put the Colts to win the division, if Trevor Lawrence <laughs> actually does what he's supposed to with this team this year, they could be looking at twelve. To 14 wins. Mm-hmm. And I think he's as good as anybody in the league. He could win the MVP. So, all right. Uh, my MVP pick also disgusts me to put him here. Um, <laughs> even though uh, we are, I'm a Steelers fan and Reed's a Browns fan. The one team that we keep talking highly of. Oh, no, you're not doing this, are you? One team that we keep talking highly of in our division, we always put them first. We always talk so high of them. My MVP pick is Lamar Jackson. No shot. Even Lamar Jackson coming back, just got just got that brand new deal. Coming back, got weapons. Uh, I think the everybody's back. Everybody is quote unquote healthy. We'll see how long that lasts. I think Lamar Jackson is going to have an insane year. I think he's going to be vying for the number one spot in the AFC with the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh man! And uh, unfortunately, I think the I think the Ravens are going to be back, man. And Lamar Jackson is my MVP pick. He's gonna he's gonna he's not to, my MVP. He's my MVP pick. He's gonna have to score a lot of points because that defense has no corners to start the year. Yeah. So. Um. Dark Horse, if I could think of a Dark Horse MVP pick, um, I can't say Justin Herbert because I want the Chargers to fail so they can fire their coach. Yeah, we're both on fire, Staley. <laughs> um, let me see. What fuels my agenda? Oh, you know what, bro? Ah, I can't say Aaron Rodgers. Anyway, <laughs> MVP, my MVP pick. Will be my Dark Horse MVP pick is gotta throw him in. I gotta throw him in there again, bro. Oh, just got a new coach. Hopefully, oh, Jesus. Hopefully, hopefully, his wide receiver comes back healthy in a couple games. I know all the buzz and everything going around. New coach isn't fucking with him, blah blah blah. I think this is all the ploy. 
I think Russell Wilson <laughs> will win MVP. That was my dark horse. I, I was not expecting that. At all, <laughs> that's my that's my dark horse, Russell Wilson. That is gross. MVP. I think if he is able, if he can take that division, that's a lock. It's a lock for him winning MVP. Well, yeah, if they can take that division, but they're gonna have to go through three decent teams. Who? <laughs> Who's the third decent one? All right, we'll go two. To be determined on the Raiders. Oh, uh, yeah? All right, when well, we have them in the power rankings, lowest fuck to be yeah, TBD. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, Russell Wilson is my uh, Dark Horse MVP pick, and I'm not going to explain anything else. That's, you know, that's just my love for Russell Wilson. But uh, so, listen it down. Uh, MV- for mine, MVP, Lamar Jackson, Coach of the Year, Dan Campbell, Comeback Player of the Year, Tua, Tackle by Loa. Offense play of the year, Jamar Chase. Defense play of the year, TJ Watt. Offensive rookie of the year, Bryce Young. And defensive rookie of the year, Will Anderson. And Re, go ahead and list yours. Oh my God, I deleted already. Uh, MVP, Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Coach of the year, Matt LaFleur. Comeback player of the year, Brees Hall. Uh, what? Where are we at? What are we? Offensive player of the year. Offensive player of the year, Garrett Wilson. Defensive player of the year, Miles Garrett. Loving your Garretts. Yeah. Uh, rookie of the year on offense, I had AR, Anthony Richardson, and defensive rookie of the year, I had Jalen Carter. All right. Those are, that is our season awards uh, predictions, and we're going to go right into Thursday week night game. Week one. Thursday night game, week <sighs> one. Uh, you guys will be hearing this on Thursday, so today, today's game, week one. Today's fucking game. We got... The Lions at the Chiefs. Everyone's riding the Lions meet. Who do you have? The line is KC four and a half. The Chiefs are at home, by the way. Chiefs are at home in Arrowhead. The line has dropped significantly. I think it was up at like seven, close to seven. Like yeah, early, right. Uh, so a little backstory on that: Travis Kelsey hyperextended his knee in practice. I don't why. I don't know why these motherfuckers are still practicing. Um, but he hyperextended his knee. Um, so he is doubtful for this game. You think he's going to play? Mm, no, I'd keep him out. It's a home game. Yeah, I'd keep him out. I mean, it's the first game. Um, if you don't, if you want to keep betters happy, you keep him out so he can just be voided on parlays. Because if he plays like a snap, that counts. Yeah. Um, and Chris Jones is in contract war. Um, so he said he can. Sit out for fucking six games, bro, which is crazy. <laughs> side note, side note for that: if you're if you're like Patrick Mahomes, or you're a member of that starting defense, like, do you even talk to Chris Jones? Like, like at that point, is it awkward for you, or are you just like, this is a business? I don't like, think it's awkward. I think a lot of the players um, understand where he's coming from, and a lot of the players are on each other's side. So, yeah, I think it's just like, listen, I hope you get paid. But nothing else is like weird about that. None of them are sitting there like, "Oh, we don't need Chris Jones." You know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, right. they need Chris Jones. I saw something where it was like their pass, their pass rush win rate or their pressures was like top five in the league, and without him, it's like twenty eight. I was like, okay, we definitely need this man. Yeah. It's not like them getting rid of Tyreek. Yeah. You get rid of Tyreek, you still have the best QB in football. And he proved that, like, obviously. But with yeah. Chris Jones, like, you can't replace that type of talent on the D-line. 
Yeah, it's a lot harder for that. Like nowadays, there's so many fucking wide receivers getting pumped out, and so many amazing people, especially Patrick Mahomes. Patrick can make anybody amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, I think it's just like I don't know, man. I mean, like that's like you're a guy on defense, you're a captain, you're a leader on defense, and. I mean, hey, I'm all for the players getting paid, but like, I know it's hard for the Chiefs to to like try to contract the deal because it it said it wasn't anywhere close on a like. This is about what eight to nine million off. Yeah, Oof. that's crazy. It's a lot. Of I money. mean, everybody wants to be the highest paid defender, but like, uh, with the cap and everything, uh, it's it's nasty. It's hard to pay over thirty million for a defender. I know. Um. My pick, oh lord, it's gonna be gross. You know, I already know. Picking. Go ahead, put me down for him, bro. You're picking the lions. Picking the lions. Picking the lions. Man. Feels my co- my coach of the year agenda. I do think that like you can afford to lose this game. I think it's gonna be fucking like an insane game. I don't think it's gonna be boring at all. I think we're gonna be able to see Patrick Mahomes. Uh, what in the leap of like if Sky Moore took a leap, how Kadarius Tony's doing, and we get to see a little bit of Rasheed Rice, you know, and uh, see what Patrick Mahomes can do with this offense. Uh, get to see Pacheco another year, um, and it's more I think more on the lines. Uh, Jameer Gibbs and Amal Ross St. Brown, and see if Jared Goff is able to take them to that next leap and make the playoffs. Um, I think. This is riding a lot on the lines and how the future of their season will go. If they can take down the Chiefs, you know, the Super Bowl winners, it'll start to get the ball rolling. Um, but yeah, I think this is going to be a high scoring game. I think the overs like 48 and a half, 49 and a half, I would smack that over uh, if I was a betting man. Right now it's 53. 50. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I'm still smacking that shit. That's like college numbers, bro. <laughs> I know. It's just, that shit is rough. <laughs> I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, and I think people are going to get a, a lot of yards, especially Patrick Mahomes. But, yeah, yeah, I just sticking the lines on this. You know, if it was, I would believe in it a little more if it was at the Lions. Mm-hmm. But it's just fucking not. <laughs> it's just not. And how do we know, like, yeah, the Lions had a good offseason. They added a lot of people on defense. To me, the biggest question mark is defense for the Lions. Because mm-hmm. if they don't, if they didn't figure it out with all these signings, scheme or whatever the fuck the issue was last year, they are going to get torched. I don't give a fuck if Kelsey plays or not. Because that defense last year was horrible. Yeah. Actually miserable to watch. Um. They did figure out their two edge rushers, at least. Uh, Hutchinson and... Uh, Justin Houston. Yeah, Justin Houston, Gator Boy. Can't believe he's fucking... Yeah, I I fucking wish he was on my team. But (laughs) I think I really just think this is going to come down. I think it's going to be high scoring. I think it's going to be close. I think the Chiefs are going to end up winning, though. I really don't think this game matters in the long run. Yeah, but it kind of it kind of reminds me of the year the Browns faced the Chiefs 
Chiefs in the first game when mm-hmm. we were coming off our playoff win. It was 2021, I think. And we like were winning the entire time, just beating the Chiefs, and then we ended up losing the game. Um, and then our whole season got derailed. To me, I feel like the Lions are going to look good in this game. They're going to compete with the Chiefs. And then the season's going to come crashing down, just like the Browns did that year. That's how I see it. Nothing on that? Hello? What is going on right now? What the fuck? I think it's cutting it out. Yeah, mine just cut out. Can you hear? What did you hear? What was the last thing that you heard me say? (laughs) Um. You're talking about how the Browns uh, I can lost. P- that was it? That was the last thing you heard? He's like, they were winning, and then they lost. Oh, Jesus. Should I just continue where I left off? Well, I need to make sure that... I need to make sure that... Um, it's still fucking recording. That was so weird. It says Craig is still recording. Okay, it says on yours, Craig is still recording. Yeah. Okay. Um, hold on one second. I need to like. How the fuck do you leave like Discord without? Because mine isn't even popping up. Um. Continue, continue. If it's still recording, then go ahead and continue. Well, if well, it's still recording, it might fucking still have your recording. But just recap, recap. Yeah, basically I was talking about how this game reminds me of the hype that the Browns Chiefs had in 2021. We were leading the whole game, then we ended up losing, and then our whole season got derailed after that, and we were horrible. I think this game is going to look – I think it's the Lions are going to come out swinging. They're going to look good against the fucking defending champs, and then their whole season just gets derailed somewhere along the lines, and they don't even either make the playoffs or they're like fringe playoff team. Is basically where I was going with that. Uh, the Lions, you, you're not a fan of the Lions. No, I'm not. Um, so you are picking the Chiefs. I am picking the Chiefs. What uh, do you think it's going to be high scoring? Uh, yeah, yeah. I said I think this is going to be a shootout and close okay. game for sure. Shootout and close game. Gotcha. All right, that is the Thursday game. Um, just 
If you're betting man, just go ahead and have the over. I don't know. I would. Would you touch the spread on this? Uh, Is it like minus four or something? It's minus four and a half right now. That's not terrible. I mean, Chiefs win by a touchdown. Chiefs could also win by a field goal. Yeah, I mean, usually in the NFL, I like to bet on like two and a half because yeah, it's just so hard to win in this game. Yeah. So that is the already got a differing one. First one is a different one. I got the Lions. Reed has the Chiefs. Crazy work, crazy work. You're a you're a Lions stand. Feels the agenda, bro. Feels all the right. Agenda. Let's go to the least exciting game of the week. Actually, that's a lie. I just saw something down the line that's even worse than this one. All <laughs> right, first. 1 p.m. Fox game that's showing up is the Panthers at the Falcons. The line is set at Atlanta three and a half, which is a shitty line. And the over-under is 39 and a half. 39 and a half? Yeah. Um, I'm going to get it out of the way. I think the Falcons do win this game. I think experience, weapons, and everything is better for the Falcons. Uh, you calling it like a Bijan kind of game? or? Hmm. I'm not sold this on Bijan yet either. I don't trust Arthur Smith. He he ran like 18 running backs last year. What makes you think? Yeah, he drafted him at what, number eight or something, number nine? Yeah. But he's known to be not use his talent. So I just no faith in him. But <laughs> I think. In, uh, Kyle Pitts flashbacks. Yeah, I'm getting Kyle Pitts flashbacks. <laughs> but I think the Falcons, their O-line is solid. They have only gotten better with additions from the draft into the offseason on defense. So I think they're going to be a little bit more prepared than the Panthers this early in the season. Gotcha. Um, This is tough, man. This is tough. Um, I could see, like, I could see Atlanta winning. Uh, I can also see them tanking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a pick. I'm a pick Carolina. I'm a pick Carolina. New coach, new quarterback, new weapons. Uh, this coach is better than fucking Arthur Smith. Uh, I think Carolina. I think not Carolina. I think Atlanta has a long way to go. I don't think that. This I think it's gonna be under. I do not see a fucking shootout or anything. Yeah, I don't I don't see a shootout either for that. Um if Atlanta wins, I do think it's going to be based off of like clock management in the sense of they're just gonna run the hell out of the ball and just waste all the time. Um this this will be uh a good look out of a lot of it. The good thing about this game, this is a shitty game. But the good thing about this game is you get to look at a lot of new faces, a lot of new players. So you get to look at Bryce Young, you get to look at Bijan. We get to see if Desmond Ritter is the quarterback. Uh, we also get a look at um, Miles Sanders in a new environment and how um, if this line matured or not. Because um, we're you know you're going to need a good line for Bryce Young. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I got Carolina, but this game is this. I mean, tickets as low as $46 should say <laughs> Oh, my God. That one's bad. All right, let's move on to a more interesting game, the Bengals at the Browns. Bengals are favored by two and a half, and the over-under is 47 and a half. 
Who you got? We all know who I'm picking, the Browns. Joe Burrow's 1-4, 1-5 against the Browns in his starts. And this is the best Browns team he's ever seen. So, See, like, it's kind, of, it's kind of crazy seeing, like, all of the Bengals fans talk shit about Cleveland. I mean, I'm all here for talking shit about Cleveland. But, like, they usually split with you motherfuckers. So, like, and it's not like a split, like, close. Like, so one of the games, they blow you the fuck out. Yeah. I don't, I don't so, know. And then, and then what's crazy is you guys will blow them out and then go to shit. No, the crazy, the craziest part is like I'm pretty sure the Bengals are one of the only teams we have a winning record against in the last like five years. <laughs> um, this is tough. It's like it's like like uh, this is what's tough about the division because it's like all right. Most likely we'll go one and one, but which is the game that we lose and which is the game that we win? Um, hmm. I'm gonna pick Bengals for this one. I'm pick oh. Bengals. You guys got a new a new defense coordinator. I don't know if this is the, that's gonna help. Trust me. <laughs> I, don't I don't know if this is the team you want to face with the new defensive coordinator on your first game. It's not like he's a new uh, new DC though. He's been in the league forever. Yeah, but do, new to the Browns. Yeah, but it's a simpler scheme. Like it's see ball, get ball type of defense. It's not like oh, you need to sit in this fucking zone, and if this happens, you need to do this, and if that happens, you need to do this. Like that's not yeah, how the scheme but... is. The the Bengals got a new you know bodyguard, new left tackle bodyguard. Oh, we're so scared. <laughs> <laughs> it was you told me like when 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 they uh, when they got him, you're like, man, this moves me a lot. Yeah, right. That so, was like, uh, oh man, no, the bodyguard is he even still on the team? Uh, Leo, yeah, 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 Leo's still on the team. <laughs> oh man, he's gonna get <laughs> cooked. Is he is he starting? I don't, uh, I don't know if he's still injured or if he's starting. Whoever's starting is going to get cooked by Zadarius Smith. I just remember it's like I saw that. Oh, the Cincinnati's got a new body bodyguard. I was like, man, I am not. <laughs> Nothing was funnier than that because he was arguably one of their worst linemen last year. Yeah, that's <laughs> why. Because I remember. Our Bengals friends. I was, I was telling them, I was like, bro, if he's not on PEDs, he is fucking trash. <laughs> and I was right. <laughs> I right. Mean, obviously, I think this is going to be a close game. I think the Bengals are a great team. I think the Browns roster is really good. And I think if, the, if Deshaun Watson plays up to what I think he will, I think they'll be just as good as the Bengals this year. So, What do you think he's going to play up to, though? I think he's going to be a... Fucking thirty-eight to four thousand yards passing. Man, you ask him for a lot. What's his over under on yards? Thirty-six. So you you think he's gonna get four hundred more than that? I mean, to get thirty-six, you just need what two eighteen a game. That is reasonable in the NFL. He was so bad. That's and fine. I told you, I told you he was gonna be bad, and you didn't fucking listen to me. That's fine. He's had a whole six he games, was, and then an, a whole off season. He, to was, get he, was, ready, he so. was doing tricks on that on the Texans fucking stat lines. He was doing <laughs> tricks. I told you, I said he's been out for fucking two years, bro. You're like, bro. I'm telling you, bro. He gonna get informed, 
and he just sucked. Listen, of course, bad. of course, I'm gonna have hype over a Browns QB. I think most... I thought you would have learned your lesson after the Baker defending. No, 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 no. I defended him because I knew we had to, but deep down, I knew he was not talented enough to compete. <laughs> you had to look at yourself in the mirror. You had to force a smile on your face. Listen, I fucking ride or die for my Browns QBs. And Deshaun Watson, listen, hate him or love him, say whatever you want, say he was bad last year, this or that, but no one in the entire world can deny that this isn't the most talented QB that's ever put on a Browns uniform. Are we downplaying Tim Couch now? What are we doing? Okay. (laughs) Deshaun Watson's way more talented than Tim Couch. Yeah, I mean... But like I say, bro, no one you can't even argue this this point. Like, no other QB has ever done what Deshaun Watson did. Famous <laughs> Shannon Sharp line: "Update your resume. What have you done for me lately?" That's fair, and I think he's going to show it this year. All right, on to the next game. You better hope, bro, because because this discourse is going to be bad. No, I mean, I mean, I'm already prepared for it. Like. Deshaun can have five great games in a row and then have one bad game, and that contract is the worst thing in the NFL, right? Like, I already know what's going to happen with Deshaun discourse. Like, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even phase me. It is what it is. You just, man, if, if you, if you like, well, you know, like the interstellar meme, like, if you could have yeah. told yourself, would you have been like, do not be a Browns fan? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, honestly. I mean, I'm never, ever going to stop being a Browns fan. But no, if someone no, gave no. me the choice, like, 10 – like, if I knew what I knew now and I could pick when I was a kid, I mean, yeah, I'm fucking picking the Chiefs. What am I, an idiot? <laughs> you're no. going to be like, oh, we, we got it, bro. Just wait. Because you're going yeah. to – you're just going to have to wait. <laughs> like, like, growing up, whatever, the Chiefs were okay. They would make the playoffs and lose in the first round. They were a lot like the fucking Bengals. But then knowing that I get Pat Mahomes in the next five years to come, like yeah, and you fucking... you were you were, I'll give you credit, bro. You were on the Patrick Mahomes. I you was a hundred. You was doing tricks in, on college. I hey. was dick riding that man through Texas Tech. I was like, I was like, whoever this coach is sucks. But Patrick Mahomes is carrying that motherfucker. Was, you know yeah. who that coach was? Chris Kingsbury. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it was. Yeah, Reed was telling me about Patrick Mahomes when we were in college. I was like, bro, who the f-? I was like, like, I give a fuck about anybody in Texas Tech. And he was like, nah, no, you got to watch this, dude. Can you remember? I looked at yeah. the highlights of this light-skinned motherfucker, and I was like, bro. He was throwing the ball like 80 yards, just fuck it balls. Left this man right. was just throwing shit on a rope to fucking wide receivers that are CPAs right now, bro. And I was like... Dude, this man is putting up 60 a game and they're losing. Like, I mean, what? I mean, that crazy. literally that single game where he had 819 total yards. I think it's still the single game total offense record. Yeah. Probably. For the NCA. 819 yards? Hey, let me tell you, if the NIL was a thing when that motherfucker was in college, boy, he was he was getting the fucking bag. Oh, dude, if we had like social media and like TikTok back then he might he might have easily gone number one he did yeah oh he would have gone number one a hundred percent because I mean if we get Zach Wilson at two 
Yeah. Well, some white boy still would have gone over him because Mel Kuyper <laughs> loves his fucking white guys. He's like, oh, yeah. This it's white the, guy that has cement feet, but he has a fucking cannon of an arm. Yeah, this so guy. The, so I, you, I will say, I was going to say, so he's going to do the be doing backflips for Drake May, but you was the one backflips too. Listen, this is the first time Mel Kuyper might have a stake in the fight, right? On like, God, God he's going to talk about Riley Leonard. Exactly. <laughs> my point exactly. He's going to skip over Drake May. Because he moves too well and he throws too well. He's going to go straight to the next guy that his team is not very good. And it's just going to be, we're just going to be like, why? Why is Riley Leonard above Caleb Williams in the rankings? Why is he's, this he's already He's already getting <laughs> Josh, Josh Allen comparisons. Dude, kill me. I get it, though. Like, Riley Leonard's good. But, I mean, we know who one and two are in this upcoming draft, right? Like, for QBs. Yeah. Caleb everyone Boyd, else, is... everyone else, you could fucking flip a coin. I mean, this is going to be like thirteen QBs. This is going to be the yeah. one of the best QB drafts ever. As I say, you've been loving, uh, you've been loving Penix. Penix I fucking love old. Penix, and you know what's crazy is he's all fucking, he's all goddamn shoulders when he throws. Yeah, he doesn't even use his legs, and he can throw it like seventy yards. Yeah, some of the, like watching college, some of the some of the throwing motions, like Jalen Milrose, I was like, ugh. And he's a lefty. Nasty. People love lefties. All right, we're getting off topic. But they be throwing fucking rockets, bro. That's yeah. all I care about. <laughs> all right, let's go to the Jaguars. Tickets as low as thirty-two dollars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's go to the Jaguars at the Colts. Jacksonville is favored by five on the road in the over. Go ahead, AR. Forty-five and a half. Go ahead, AR. Hey, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Go I'm ahead, picking the, I'm picking the Jaguars. I think the Jaguars are going to make a statement in the first game that we are here. Calvin Ridley, two touchdowns. Ooh, two touchdowns. He is spicy. Uh, Jacksonville. I love seeing I love the Bama talk, man. Jacksonville. I'm taking the Jags as well. I'm taking them the cover. Um, I think the Colts. I do think the Colts will be better later on. But I think this this first game it's gonna be a fucking mess. I really like I really like the Colts. Like I like what they have on offense. I like the new coach they have. It's just the defense. Like it's holding me back from saying they can actually win this division like confidently. You know what I mean? Is their like, line better? Yeah, I mean their line's a question mark too for sure. But with a QB that is actually mobile and actual cement feet in Matt Ryan. Like, it should be a little bit better. I think Steichen will... He'll scheme to get AR out of the pocket and it'll be okay. Mm -hmm. But the defense, like, my God. They let go a lot of decent people, too. Yeah. Does it... Uh, a side note, does it still have me, like, you know, like, when you're talking, like, the green shit? Is my green shit still going? Uh, talk when I talk, talk, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that would have been, yeah, because on my on my computer it's still cooked, but I still have it on my phone, yeah. I'm seeing it, I'm seeing you talk, so okay. Um, yeah, Indianapolis, I think they're gonna be, I think they're gonna be good. I think this is the perfect coach for AR, um, since he's already had um experience working with someone like AR. In the sense of like running, um, but 
What's I want to say? Oh, like I was talking to uh, our buddy Nick. The this is like one of the, if not the most in the NFL, craziest drop ups I've ever seen of a player. For uh, Quentin Nelson, I remember they were talking like generational, like slam dunk Hall of Famer, yeah. and he's just been a shell of himself. And it's crazy. I mean, we were talking him up like like him and like Zach Martin neck and neck, and it's just been fucking. I hope he gets back to what he was. Um, I would like to see AR succeed. I like <clears throat> I like uh, Anthony Richardson. I like how he's he's a, he's already you know locked in, dedicated. Um, it's different than you, team just captain, like, team captain. And a lot of people be like, "Oh, bro, you got voted." Of course he is. He's a quarterback. People like, like they don't just vote you for no fucking reason. And not like, the NFL, maybe college. Yeah, college. Yeah, but like these are grown ass men, and grown ass men picking their leader, who are. To, you know, to some people on that team, more than five years, seven years older than, I mean, younger than them. And they're picking Anthony Richardson as their leader. Um, he's already, like I said, he's already locked in. Um, coming to the facilities, even when, you know, patches isn't scheduled so he can learn, watch tape. Um, I think maybe not this year, but, you know, two years, three years down the line, if they keep the same coach, um, I think he's, his leap is going to be incredible. I think he's going to be, you know, fringe top 10 quarterback. Just just, oh. his, just his stature. And like I said earlier, the, if you, the only thing you need to work on is accuracy, then we're in good standing. It really, it really is a Josh Allen situation. If Josh yeah. Allen never got better, because his first two years in the NFL were like 54 and 56% on completion percentage, which yeah. is horrendous. But when they got my boy... Yeah, but when he when Josh Allen worked on it, worked on it, worked on it, they kept the same coach, they built around him, it turned into something. So I think that could happen to the Colts if they are patient. Yeah. It's just like if you were go- if you're gonna have someone like like a Brian DeBull or um who's or like a like a like a Ben Johnson. You want that you want that as your coach. You don't want that as your OC unless you're gonna make your OC your coach because that OC is gonna go be a coach somewhere else. So just yeah. to, you just need if you're gonna have someone like that, you need consistency. You need to make sure that you know this guy is gonna be here to help out um my quarterback. If they're good for your quarterback, it's different than like you know, um you have Justin you have Justin Herbert and you have Brandon Staley, you know. Brandon yeah. Staley fucking stinks. So that's the, you're only hindering Justin Herbert. I think, you know, big brain here. I think they're going to fire the fuck out of Staley and make Helen Moore their head coach. I think that's the point. I think that's the point they're going to go for. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate that. I don't, I don't hate it. It I, just, just depends. Like if, like if, if, if they're like Justin Herbert, you know, was killing. Well, it, let's wait, like, let's wait, let's wait and talk about this because the Chargers do have a decent like opponent this week. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. So um, let's get into Staley. Yeah, we pick Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, and I think they'll easily cover. That is the first out of the first four games that we pick the same. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Last year, I feel like we were really like with each other early in the season, yeah, and then we broke in, off man. late. But this year, we're we're not. We upset. already got three different. 
We got, <laughs> we got agendas that we need to protect. That's that's facts. All right, the next game's kind of a sleeper. Sleep fest, I should say. Buccaneers at the Vikings. The Vikings are five and a half point favorites, and the over-under is 45. I would go... Yeah, I mean, I'm picking the Vikings at home against a team like the Buccaneers. Is it crazy for me to think the Vikings could lose this game, though? No, I I don't think that's crazy. The Vikings showed last year that they could they they could lose to anybody, right? Yeah, I think they're legitimately the first team in NFL history to win 13 games and be like, yeah, they're not that good, you know. I just don't see it. I just don't see it at home because they rarely lose at home. And our and our. I love my team, but and my uh, fraudulent eleven and zero run. <laughs> that shit was crazy. <laughs> that shit was lit, and then we just lost, 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 lost. That shit was ass. But when we're eleven and zero, man, man, you couldn't tell me nothing. Um, <laughs> after the Bengals. <laughs> Actually, Washington beat you first. Yeah, Washington, and then the Bengals <laughs> whooped your ass on like Thursday night or something. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> retired that old fuck, <laughs> and then the Browns retired Ben Roethlisberger. That's crazy. And Marquise. Yeah. <sighs> no way you're taking the Bucks at the Vikings. No, the I'm Vikings. not. Yeah, I'm no, 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 no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It, I don't. I would not find it odd if the Buccaneers win. Yeah, I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised. It's just like if I was if I was the coach at the Buccaneers, like if I was like uh, Todd Bowles, I'd be like, "Yo, listen here, <laughs> we have nothing to lose. Half of y'all are getting shipped out. Half of y'all are gonna be in trade packages. I'm gonna get fucking fired." Yeah, <laughs> like we have nothing to lose. If they like, I feel like if they can play with that mentality, they would. They could actually be a decent team. Um, but I will pick the the Vikings. But I think I don't. I wouldn't pick the points. I think I think it could be closer than what people think. Yeah, like a field goal, last second field goal. Yeah, the Vikings were really good in one possession games last year, which is crazy because the year before that they were fucking awful. Yeah, that's hey, think about it. Coaching change. Yeah, I have it's crazy how much a coaching change can affect close games. Yeah. We'll have to see how Brian Flores does with his new job as the Vikings. I'm about to say, people forget Flores is there, and everyone's talking about the Lions. Everyone has a little bit of hype about love, including us. Yep. But the Vikings got Flores as the DC. They're changing the entire – they're overhauling all of it. Like, they didn't really make a lot of offseason moves, so there was no excitement to them. But it's not like any of their offensive pieces are leaving. And over here at DWC – we are Flores believers. Yeah, I like We've Flores seen enough tape. That man is locked in. Locked in. That man knows what he's I, doing. I do, not, I do not hate on asshole coaches. Sometimes you have to be an asshole. Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, shit. If you, you see the results, you know, yeah. it is what it is, bro. And that's what, to me, that was... Yeah, they didn't make a lot of, like, player additions in the offseason, but the Vikings got what they needed in terms of helping the head coach because the head coach has the offense covered, right? Mm. And the game management, he did well, but fucking obviously he had no idea what defense even was. So yeah. getting Flores, like arguably you could say he's a top 15 defensive mind in NFL. So, yeah. I mean, that alone is promising. 
The only thing, like I said, not getting a lot of players and letting a lot of big players leave, like Zedaria Smith and Dalvin Cook and stuff. Yeah. That could hurt you in the long run, but the Buccaneers aren't going to beat the Vikings at home on opening night. Nah. I mean, I, I hate the man, but anybody from fucking the Belichick tree, I'm not going to hate on. Yeah, I mean, they're all good at what they do for the defensive side of the ball. Offensive side, nothing. There ain't nothing there. But <laughs> hey, a W, uh, Mike McDaniel's. Yeah, no, he came from uh, no. he came from uh, Shanahan. Shanahan. Yeah, Shanahan. Shanahan's all the offensive. All right, let's go to a absolute snooze fest. But this is a good game for our rankings because we have them next to each other. Yep. Titans at the Saints. The Saints are favored by three, and the over under is forty one. Favored by three. Man, I'm, I'm a little bit higher on the Saints than most people. I'm going to go the Saints because it is a home game. I think Derek Carr will actually do decent there. They got Jimmy Graham back. No, that's not going to be the reason yeah. they win games. I can't but, believe he scored. Yeah, I mean, he's fucking huge, and he knows how to use his body. Pause. Pause. But I mean, <laughs> I just think Saints at home, the better QB wins. Yeah, I'm also choose the Saints. Um, I do. I did pick the Panthers to win the division, but I can see the Saints just carrying away with it. Um, I'm a Derek Carr fan, and I think it's not like he went to like a shitty team. They still have hella weapons, and I think they're going to be able to get the job done. I truly think the ten, the T and Tennessee will be tank. <laughs> I think I think they will tank for Caleb or Drake May. You and me last year predicted, well, at least I did. I said this would be the end of the Tannehill era last year for the Titans, which yeah. it was close. They they <laughs> fucking it was close. They were fucking <laughs> on the border of being one of the worst teams to being like an average team. Yeah. So it was goddamn close last year. <laughs> but I'm hoping for for real this year is the last year Tannehill ever plays Please. a snap at QB ever again. Please. We're begging Tennessee because <laughs> they got to find someone better, right? Like, we need some, we need some excitement, dog. Please, yeah. <laughs> I go can't get, watch their prehistoric offense anymore. Go get you a fucking there. Hey, there's gonna be fucking ten of them that come out. Go get you one, bro. Yeah, but I think these two teams are eerily similar. I think they're gonna play good defense. Their offense are gonna sputter, but. I lean towards Derek Carr over Tannehill, yep. and that's where my pick lies. So, Saints could also tank. Hey, you Saints, know, you yeah, never, I mean, you never, know. <laughs> you never know. This is only a generational quarterback that comes in. All right, let's go to one of my favorite matchups in the week: the 49ers versus the Steelers. They are at the Steelers, and San Francisco is favored by two and a half. How many times have you seen a team go into Pittsburgh and be favored? Yeah, it's very fucking disrespectful. I really don't. I really don't uh, like that that's happening. Um, you know who I'm picking, and I'm not even biased. I truly believe the Pittsburgh Steelers will win this game. Is it because um, of their performance in Week One in past years, or yeah? Um, do you think they're the better team, better QB? What What is it? What are we talking here? Uh, it it all and you know a whole mixture, bro. We putting all that shit in the pot. We haven't lost a week one game since knock on wood. We haven't lost a week one game since 2019. Um, That's crazy. We've been, I didn't even we, know that. Uh, we've been fucking rapid fired out. 
our defense usually fucking carries that week one. Um, I do fully think healthy. fully healthy. I do think we see a second year leap in Kenny Pickett. I'm not just talking on my ass. I'm not the only one. A lot of motherfuckers in the sports world believes in in the Steelers as well. We know how the um, national media is with the Steelers. Some yeah, but this is getting crazy. I like, I knew it would. Ah, it's like no, there's more than like. I get we're like a beloved franchise, but there's a lot. I yeah, hey, when someone talks your team up that much and there's this much noise, you know what happens? But it's not, it's, you know, we're going to be dark horse contenders, you know what I mean? And hey, you, the Lions and the Jets, one of y'all is fucked. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking it's that team in Detroit. One of y'all's taking a shit this year because of all the noise. <laughs> There's always the the sophomore leap, and I think Kenny Pickett will have that sophomore leap. It is. Uh, I'm hoping. I'm praying. This yeah, is the last if, year. If he for, doesn't uh, have that leap, like Steelers fans think, it's going to be hell in that division for the Steelers. Oh, uh, dude! Few if we, years. if we, this. Oh, obviously we can't do this, right? But if it was up to me, if we lose this game. We take, we, you we take, take the for, whole year. We what? take it for Caleb. We, we take it for Caleb. Me and you and I comfortably rank the 49ers in the top five. Yeah. And you're saying you tank after one loss, like to them at your place. That's crazy. Do we, do we not understand how amazing Caleb Williams is? No, we get it, but like there's no way it's not in Tomlin's DNA. Realistically, bro, San Francisco should tank too <laughs> if they can get Caleb Williams. It's not in Tomlin's DNA. No, <laughs> I know it's not. That's why I said if I if I was the leader. But yeah, that's right. I do I do think Pittsburgh will win this game. I think it's going to be a close game. I don't know about a fucking shootout. I'm hoping to see like if it's going to be close, I would rather see a shootout so I can see the full leap and growth of my offense. I think we're going to be – I know we said we're going to fucking be – and we got better at offense even though we're starting Dan Moore. I think I think we're starting Dan Moore because they, they said he's improved. So we're like, all right, bitch, if you improve, you you going against Nick Bosa with a new deal and Miles Garrett back-to-back, bitch. We'll see what happens. Yeah, that's, that's if you cook, If you cook, if you cook, then you back up. <laughs> so – I don't really know what we're doing with that. Project's, you know, fine with it, whatever. Obviously, I wouldn't be happy about it. But um, I am picking Pittsburgh. Yeah, plus, I'm... Plus two and a half. I'm reluctantly picking the Steelers, too. Whoa, you I were think. talking 49ers the whole... Bro. Whoa, 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 whoa. 49ers the whole time before this podcast. Yeah, but I told you... I, I literally bet two time. weeks ago on the Steelers to win with plus money. I have. So, I took the Steelers. You took points? No, I, I took the spread. Yeah, I took the points. But I think the Steelers win because it is a home game. And I don't know how ready Purdy is, to be completely honest with you. Nick Bosa just got back. George Kittle isn't playing. I mean, there's a lot of question marks on the 49ers. While the Steelers are like preseason champs, right? Like we're talking... Kenny Pickett's the greatest preseason QB of all time. <laughs> I can't wait for Pickett to shut your mouth up, boy. I mean, come on. He's throwing against fucking third stringers and shit. Who gives a fuck about preseason? It doesn't matter. 
What matters? Listen, this game right here is going to be a fucking 17 to 14 type of game because they're two of the best defenses in football and two of the worst QBs in football leading their teams. So, worst QBs in football is crazy. <laughs> crazy work. So, crazy it's basically, work. it's basically going to be an old fashioned fucking slugfest. I can't wait for Kenny Pickett to have top 10 stats this year. Whoever makes the least mistakes wins this game, and I think it'll be the Steelers at home. Uh, I mean, we really don't know if Purdy is 100%. I mean, they say they do, but, you know, motherfuckers lie. So, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. And you know what? If I, was, if I was 49ers, and I'm speaking this from experience, and Reed can vouch for me as well, if you were hurt, we will fuck you up. Ain't, 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 ain't no doubt about it. If you were hurt, if you were playing hurt, some someone on the Steelers is just gonna knock your ass out. I mean, luckily the 49ers have a great O line, but yeah. But yeah, you let fucking you let Cam Hayward land on you. You let TJ Watt get you, bro. Someone's gonna knock your ass out, and then your season is cooked. <laughs> ain't nothing about it. Um. So. I don't know. I don't know what they do. Nick Bosa did get the deal. I know um, he was going to not play if he didn't get this deal, but he did get the deal today. Uh, highest paid defensive player. Deserves it. He was DPOY uh, last year. Uh, I think Nick Bosa is amazing. Um, and, yeah, this is this is going to be a slugfest, man. There's going to be a lot of hard hits. There's going to be people getting after it. Um, it will be both of the defenses are seasoned. Um, so like Reed said, whoever makes the least mistakes. And I think we're I think both teams are gonna play a conservative. You might get one or you know, a handful of fucking balls to George Pickens, who's absolutely gonna come down with the ball because he's him. So we'll see. We both picked Pittsburgh though. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And I have a feeling we're gonna pick the same on this next game. We can briefly cover this game. Cardinals at the Commanders. The Commanders are seven-point favorites, which is crazy considering the Commanders are projected six-and-a-half to seven wins this year. Yeah. Seven-point favorites against an NFL team when they are projected six to seven wins. That is absurd. But I'm picking the Commanders. I think Sam Howell is going to be better than – well, he's already getting some hype right now. But, I mean, if he's the guy, he's the guy, you know. Yeah, yeah, they have the weapons, they have the defense, everything's in place. We'll know. Um, it's different from like someone who's already been established or already been in a league and they're hooping in preseason, but this is different to me. Uh Sam Howell is actually doing like really good preseason training camp. Um people like to forget he him and uh he was gonna be like by far number one pick if he would win the draft. That's where people were projecting him to be the number one pick. Um, and Washington got him, drafted him. This is steal. Uh, I do believe somehow will be a lot better than what people think that that he will be, especially with Eric Bieniemy as uh, helping him out. Uh, I think Arizona's fucking tanking. Uh, they did get it did get leaked. I know that their coach was like, "Oh, I'm not going to tell you to the gate to the day of." Motherfucker, that shit was getting leaked. And Josh Dobbs is the is the uh, starting quarterback. So, and no, I you know, no hate towards Josh Dobbs. Uh, I think he's a good player, a uh, good game manager, good on his feet. Um, 
But let's be real here. The Commanders, I think, will have the top 10 defense. And uh, they might kill them. I'm not going to hold you. They might kill them. I could see it. Like, because Cardinals uh, neither score like 10 points. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, their line isn't, their O line isn't fucking phenomenal. And, you know, Washington has had the same nasty front four for fucking, I don't know how long now. Been forever. Um, so, yeah, I got Washington. Went in, I got them covering. Um, I think they're going to be better than people think they are. It's just that they're in a tough division, so it's going to be hard. But I would take Washington in this. I think we're both on the same page for that one. All right, let's go to another snooze fest. The Texans at the Ravens. The Ravens are projected to win by nine and a half. And I think the Ravens might just do that. Yeah, they're <laughs> going to cover. Uh, this is a terrible game. Uh, if you are new and on uh, the Houston Texans, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a silent prayer for T.J. Stroud, but you might you might get fucked up, bro. Um, yeah, it's not looking too hot for them. On this Lamar game. coming this is a back. Tough game to start. Yeah, Lamar coming back. Um, and we'll get to see how ODB and Zay Flowers is and. Uh, J.K. Dobbins coming back, and hopefully, you know, hopefully everybody stay healthy, stays healthy. You know, I, you know, I want my team to beat every other team, but I don't wish injuries on anybody. It sucks seeing injuries, especially to like key players and um, players that build revenue for the business. So um, it's going to start off, kick off the campaign for Lamar Jackson's uh, MVP year that I think he will have. Uh, I'm counting probably like four or five touchdowns that come from Lamar, either running or throwing the ball. They might take his ass out in like the fourth quarter, bro. God damn. Houston's Houston's going to be bad. What are we thinking, like 28 to 7 in the fourth? Yeah, probably 27 game clock management, so it doesn't get any bigger than that. Yeah, I don't have any issues with that. I think the Ravens are going to stomp them first game. It's just a lot to handle as a rookie QB going to the Ravens. Yeah. Known for aggressive defensive style. And then, like, what, like, the Texans' defense isn't good. More weapons for the Ravens. It's just going to be a mess. RIP. All right, let's go to one of my favorite matchups of the week, honestly. The Packers at the Bears. The Bears are only favored by one. And that just shows you that people are really leaning towards Green Bay right now. And so am I. I think Jordan Love coming out party is about a show. Oh, the agenda. The agenda. Here we go. Matt LaFleur and Jordan Love. I think they beat the Bears at home. This this goes with my under the underdog parlay with the Browns. Steelers and Packers all winning as the underdogs. Even though Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs might not play. Who gives a fuck? Mm, you right. picking the Bears? Yeah, I'm picking the Bears. Oh, shit. I do think the Packers will be good, but I also think the Bears will be good. Um, and I think. No love for Jaden Reed? I think he's going to have a monster game. I don't, I, you know, I don't. Th- I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be like the battle of the mid, but it's going to be like like sparks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I have a I have a touchdown parlay with Justin Fields, so I need him to get into the end zone. I think he will. Um, 
And yeah, I'm gonna pick Chicago on this one. All right. Well, but I do think both teams will do good in their division. Yeah, I mean, I think it's gonna be a very back and forth year for that division in general. Um. All right, let's go to the Raiders at the Broncos. The Broncos are favored by three and a half, and I just do not agree with that. What? I think. I honestly think this line should be closer to what the Bears is, or at least two and a half. Like, three and a half? Come on. Power Sean Payton. I, I don't. I just. I it's don't. Be a great matchup of Devontae Adams and Patrick Sertan. It's going yeah. to be a great matchup. I mean, I just don't see the Broncos. I'm going to go the Raiders on this, honestly. Ooh. I'm leaning towards the Raiders for absolutely no reason. Just talking shit about <laughs> Yeah, we're talking shit about the Raiders, but also the Broncos. Like, to me, the Broncos just don't. They may very well win this game. This, to me, is a coin flip game. But I just don't think they're ready yet to make that run with Sean Payton. I'm picking Denver, and I'm picking them to cover. I'm, I'm picking. Oh them. wow! I'm picking them to win by a touchdown, dog. I think. I think this is all smoke and mirrors. I think everybody, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, Sean Payne's yelling, blah 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 blah. I think they're going to come out with a bang, to be honest. And I, I think they're going to make quick work of the Raiders. Wow. I'm, you know, I'm here for it, bro. Broncos yeah, you're, a, you're a Russell fan. Broncos country, baby. Oh my god! I think we're gonna get it together. We, <clears throat> I think Denver is gonna get it together. Yeah, you're crazy for that. I think Denver is gonna get it together. Right, let's, let's go to the Eagles at the Patriots. The line is a lot lower than I thought. It's only Philly by four. Are we thinking uh, it's gonna be that close? Power Bill Belichick, bro. That's crazy work, man. Some New OC. That, some team that does amazing usually doesn't. Some. Sometimes the team that does amazing the next year, they're not so hot. That's true. The Patriots are at home also. Didn't the Eagles lose their first game right, tripping, last year? No, they went 9-0 and last year to start the year. Okay. Um, I mean, I think, I, think I, I will pick the Eagles, but I think it's going to be tough like the first quarter or two because I think they just have so much going on. That they're going to be like scrambling at first. New OC, new DC. That's a lot to handle in the first game. Um, All the weapons that they have. Like, the turnover on defense. Yeah. The Eagles, I mean, I'm picking the Eagles too. I just, I do think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. Patriots with an OC, which is crazy, like Bo said earlier. <laughs> it's crazy that they didn't have an OC for an entire year. Like, that is absurd. But it's a familiar OC, the same OC Mac Jones had. I think they're going to be a little more put together than the Eagles week one, but they just don't have the talent to beat them. Yeah. I think this is one of the rare things that talent overshines coaching. Yeah. I mean, I just don't see it. Like, there's no explosiveness on the offense. The Patriots' defense is probably better than the Eagles, but the Patriots struggle with mobile QBs. Yeah. And they always have. We're just going to have to see how well put this team is with the new OCs and all the rookies and players that are coming in, Swift and Rashad Penny. Uh, so we'll have to see. I'm, I'm ready, you know. 
I'm around. I think this is going to be a really good game. Yeah, I do too. Or it could put me to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it could be like a 20 to 10 type of game. Yeah. One or two big plays. <laughs> and then people are going to be like, oh my God, is, is New England legit? And then they just tank. Yeah. Yeah, they beat the Eagles outright and then just ass in the division. And Caleb is like, oh, I'll stay at USC. That's crazy what his dad said. <laughs> wild. He only said the Cardinals, though. He only mentioned the Cardinals, which is wild. Would you rather be in Arizona or Foxborough? Oh, dude. Go to Foxborough. You know you have a good defense. You just need Bill to buck up and fucking sign a good receiver in the offseason. I'd take I'd rather be in Arizona. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're talking about, like, city-wise, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't think the fingernail painting man is going to do well in Foxborough pants. <laughs> That's why Drake May is going to be their QB. True. It will be. Or Riley Leonard. Which is probably, probably Riley Leonard. Last <laughs> thing. All right, let's go to the Dolphins at the Chargers. This the is Chargers the, are three-point favorites. One yeah, of the best one of the, games this week. Yep, one of the best games for sure. Um, $47, baby. Yeah, man, who am I picking in this game? I think these teams are really close to each other. The talent is high on both sides of the ball for each of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know man, I feel it. like last year, every time I picked the Chargers, they just fucked me. Every <laughs> single time. I know you're picking the Dolphins. I'm picking Miami. Uh, this is this is going to fuel my firebrand this daily uh, agenda. Uh, I think it will be a close game, though. I think Justin Herbert is going to have a phenomenal year despite his coach. Um, and I think it's going to take a game or two for, like, Kellen Moore and, like, everything to gel together. Hopefully we get to see some Quentin Johnson so I can see Mike Williams take a backseat because I'm not high on Mike Williams. But I can see this being a high-scoring game as well. Uh, I could see, I could see either team winning. Uh, I'm just gonna pit Miami um, because they were when everything was working, everything was coherent. They were at a hot start. Um, another year with the defense um, playing together, and Tua coming back. Vic Fangio. Yep. He's Bradley gonna make Chubb with the whole year under the belt. You know what I mean? We're gonna be lit. We uh, they're gonna be lit. Yeah, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm picking the Chargers. Oh, Lord. You're going to have them do it to you again? Yeah. This is it, though. If they, if they lose this game, they're not getting picked against any good team ever again. <laughs> um, I really think Kellen Moore is going to make a difference here on this offense, and Staley just stay the fuck out of it. You know what I yeah. mean? I do. I like the weapons Herbert has. The defense, big question mark. Same with the Dolphins. I mean, this is the same fucking team. So many weapons yeah. on the offense. So much talent on the defense, they just could never put it together. So, I don't know. I'm thinking shootout yeah. here. I'd be more confident if Miami was able to land one of, this, one of those star running backs. But, yeah, since they didn't, it could go either way. Yeah, they're really lacking in the running back department. It's not like they have, like, slouches, though. Yeah, I thought for sure. Plus, they got Devon A-Chain. And yeah, I think he's going to end up being the starter by the end of the year. Oh, if they don't get somebody. Yeah. If they don't get Jonathan Taylor, is who you're saying. Go ahead. And, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if fucking no one else is worth a shit. 
on the market. They just need to go ahead and sign Kareem, bro. Yeah. Kareem is washed, man. That's why no one is picking him <laughs> up. I'm telling you. I told you that halfway through last year. He just didn't want to play for you, bro. He, he lost a step. No, he completely lost a step. No explosiveness. He's faking. He don't want to play for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame him. <laughs> All right, let's go to the Rams at the Seahawks. The Seahawks are five-and-a-half-point favorites with an over-under at 46. Man, are you going to stop believing in the Rams, or what are you, what are you doing? You know, I'm not, I'm not done believing in the Rams, but at the Seahawks, too much. Too much. Too much. I think uh, the Seahawks only got better in the offseason. Yeah. The Rams, yes, they get Stafford back healthy, but they're not going to have Cooper Cup this game. I'm. I just think the Seahawks probably cover on this. If the Rams yeah. win, the agenda's looking good, but <laughs> I, I don't see it happening. Yeah, with Cooper Cup out, could be placed on IR. Um, like Reed said, the Seahawks only got better on offense and defense. I don't know how we let them get away with this. Uh, they got a <laughs> great draft. Receiver, they got a wide receiver one and a CB one, and the wide that wide receiver one is playing wide receiver three. So. Uh, I think uh, Gino is going to have a great time there. I do think they cover as well. Um, I think the the Rams are just going to tank, bro. But hopefully it's competitive. Um, I do believe in Matthew Stafford, but without his security blanket there, I don't know who the fuck he's going to throw to. I mean, Van Jefferson is how they hate me, but I don't even know if he's going to have time to throw the fucking ball. Yeah, good question. All valid points there. <laughs> All right, let's go to the Sunday night game. Ooh. Cowboys at the Giants. Ooh. Dallas is three and a half point favorites on the road. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I do. Oh, um, I'm surprised. Honestly, you're a you're a big G fan. I know. I'm a New York fan, man. But it pains me to say this. I really think the Cowboys are going to be a top 10 team. I really think they're going to be good. Um, they have a great ro- roster. Yes, McCarthy is calling the plays. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't think it's that hard to call the plays on this team. Um, they did get Brandon Cooks. I'm a big Brandon Cooks fan. Um, uh, yeah, Dak was two packs of ass in the preseason and training camp. But I think the defense is, like, nasty. And, you know, just another year under Michael Parsons' belt, another year under Trayvon Diggs' belt. I think that they're going to get after it, and I think they're going to uh, make quick work in New York. And I love I love the Giants. Uh, the Giants also got good weapons. Uh, they did upgrade. They got Darren Waller. They got Isaiah Simmons because Arizona is fucking stupid. But I do think Dallas will take this one. I do think the Giants will win some games. I can see them around like nine, nine, eight, more like a nine game uh, season. But I do think Dallas will take this one. Yeah, I got, I got the Cowboys too. I just, everyone is on the Giants dick. <laughs> and I hate when people do that shit. But I, I think the Cowboys are going to be one of the better teams in the NFL yeah. this year. Uh, Mike McCarthy still concerns me, but I think the talent will overcome his deficiencies in a way. Yeah. And Plus, I just I just don't trust Andrew Jones. I don't. 
Plus, if uh, he did get that big ass deal, plus if Saquon doesn't play, like, yeah, I'd take the Cowboys. I'm I'm with it on the Cowboys too. I think they win, get a big win on Sunday Night Football, and, so, and Chris Collinsworth is beating his meat to the fucking. <laughs> oh, Dak Prescott gets a lot of shit, but he's actually one of the best QBs in football. I mean, look I, at the I'll offense. Tell you. Yeah, I'll tell you, this offense has been top five for the past five years with this man running the offense. We have a guy here. Yeah, we have a guy. Yeah, but I think they probably do win. Probably pretty close. It'll be a close game. Division games are usually always fucking close. Shall we go to the Monday night game? Monday night game. Probably the best game, best matchup of the week. The Bills at the Jets and the Bills are a spicy two-and-a-half-point favorite against Aaron yeah, Rodgers. At the Jets? At the Jets. That's what you have. Do you still believe in Rodgers, or did last year put you off? Oh, man. I mean, this fuels my Jets agenda. I did put the Bills third in their division. Oh, man, this is tough. I can see the Bills regressing. Oh, my God. I'm going to go Jets. I'm going to go Jets. Wow. Not what I was expecting you, Josh Allen, Dick Ryder. Easy. (laughs) It was just for my agenda last year because I picked him as MVP. You know how I feel about Josh Allen. (laughs) I think think the the Giants. I think the Jets ceiling top three team in, in the league. And I think getting a win... Is only going to further that. I think. Uh, I think. Dare I say? I think Aaron Rodgers is home, bro. New York media. Home. Oh. All the popularity he wants. Tossing the rock up to Garrett Wilson, who's going to be wide fucking open. And uh, I think I, I don't think Poyer's playing this game. They said he was like hurt or something. Um, Dalvin Cook, Brees Hall, Brees Hall said he's good to go. You know, I think I think this is gonna be I think it's gonna be a good game, but I could see New York winning by a touchdown. I'm here for it. I got the Jets. I got the Jets, man. Jets. Hopefully, we do get to see some uh, Bills actually using the run game, and we can see if James Cook is him or not. But. The Jets just have too. There's too many people in the Jets where I'm like, oh, he could be a dog. It just depends on the Jets, uh, how their line holds up. Um, I don't. Is Von Miller playing this week or? Von Miller's on. He's out for the first four weeks. So yeah, I got the Jets. Man. You hate you hate the Bills, bro. You hate. Man, I remember picking against the Bills week one last year, and they absolutely smoked the Super Bowl champs. I mean, absolutely tore them apart. I ain't doing that shit again, no matter what the hype is for the Jets. <laughs> I'm picking the Bills. They might. I mean, we're talking about the Bills love to look good early on. They love yeah. it. I think they probably win. Close game. It's going to be close. The Jets' defense is really good, but I got the Bills in this one. Bills, sure. oh, my God. How many How many did we differ on? Um, More than half, right? One, two, three, four, 
five, six, seven. Seven, seven games. God damn. Seven out of 18. God damn. That's a big split. Last year, I feel like it was a Last lot closer. Was, yeah, it was like two or three. Yeah, for sure. Um, we doing? Do we even do? What was the stipulation for? Do we even do the stipulation for last year's? I won last year's. I don't think we did it. Um, I think you had to take shots or something. Well, well, maybe we'll do that this weekend. You taking your shots? Oh yeah, we do have to do that. What was it like? Two? I forget how much it was, bro. I know. I don't think we should do the total because I think I smoked you <laughs> during the end of that. Yeah, you did smoke me in the total. I can look it up real quick. What the total was? You might be like six or seven shots. Um, total was a nine game difference. Ooh, you were bad at this, dude. You were bad. We were both positive by over fifty three wins, and then your shit just. Dipped, <laughs> so I was 161, 108, and two. You were 170, 99, and two. So you stayed under 100 losses. I respect that. W man's, bro. W, are you gonna take nine shots? <laughs> I'll do it. Oh, you're out of your mind, bro. I'll, I'd love to see it. I'll post it on the Twitter. <laughs> I'll do nine shots. What's up? Oh my god, all right, fuck it, fuck it. It's your funeral. Man, we're gonna be cooked. Then I'll ask you your parlays for the fucking next games. Uh, but different on seven. We are excited for football to be back. What a game! Detroit Lions versus the Chiefs. I have the Lions. He has the Chiefs. Um, but I think we're both in agreement that you know smack the over right on this game. Mm-hmm. If you if you were to bet smack the over. Um, hopefully we're going to, we're going to get some graphics going so we can get, you know, catch the eyes of the people for our bets and stuff. And we will be dropping the power rankings tomorrow, uh, along with the episode. So the way we're doing stuff now, the episode will come out Thursday, um, right before the Thursday night game. So tune in to us before you uh, start watching NFL games and. Always make sure to like, comment, and follow. Is it follow? Subscribe? I don't know what the hell the podcast is are, but make sure you do that. Uh, put the bell on so you can get notified when we drop. Um, we will be tweeting and stuff. I'm definitely going to be more active on the social medias, uh, especially posting like our rankings and our bets and stuff like that in uh, the slips and whatnot. Uh, season Season two of DWC, we're going to be getting more active, uh, hopefully reaching out to more people and being able to get some more fans so you guys can come and listen to us talk shit. Um, but yeah, this was the first episode of season two. Um, did our awards and did week one. And yeah, this was a, this was a fun time. And I can't wait to see what the records are for uh, this season. See if I can take the crown again. I was up nine last season, so nine shots about to be lit. But thanks again, everybody, for listening 
and make sure you follow and all that jazz. And uh, you can reach us on Twitter, DWC2022, and on Instagram, Defense Wins Championships. Uh, we will be on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts and Amazon Music. Uh, it will come out every Thursday, like I said. And, yeah, I had a fun night. And can't wait to see you guys next week to talk about the results. And hopefully we can uh, start feeling our agendas and seeing who's ass and seeing who's not. But, like we said, we are out. Peace. <laughs>